With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. The first Newcastle Natter of 2017. And that hello goes out especially to Andrew Turavest who says that uh, my hello, he says, I listen to the Natter while driving, so Fergus's hello after the quiet of loading generally causes me to jump. So um, stay safe out on those roads, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the first Newcastle Natter of 2017. I'm joined by Paul Doolan. Hello. And over the phone, Dave Watson. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, Dave. Happy New Year. This is, you know, some things never change. The world may be tumbling down around us, but I'll always have you guys. Um, Although, you know. uh, Yeah, I know, realistically, you get those (laughs) friendships that last a couple of years and then you just sort of drift off, don't you? So, we'll see. We should meet up for that pint. That's what text between us will be in two years. We'll never reply to each other. (laughs) We should definitely have a pint, a good old Natter reunion. Nah, can't well, I bother me. Yeah. I live, yeah. <laughs> I, li- I live in Exeter now. I'm in Mauritius. Um, so, uh, Dave, just you just mentioned just before uh, we started recording that since the last part, there's been six games. Yeah. So we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to talk about each of those in thorough detail. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we won't do that. I'll start by asking uh, you, Dave. How how do you think the the, the Christmas break has gone for Newcastle United? Um, Midland. Uh, there's been a lot of furore on Twitter and social media and stuff about um, <clears throat> it's an implosion and it's a slump and oh, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But to be honest, three wins, two losses, and a draw. And the uh, the loss against Blackburn absolutely battered them, and it, it was a freak result rather than rather than I don't know in, indicative of, of some greater malaise. But yeah, there's there's been far too much 
wailing and gnashing of teeth on Twitter and everything else because we're fine. We're still second in the league. We're still odds on to go up as champions. Shelby will be back after the Brentford game, which gives us a, a bigger dimension, like a, a broader dimension to attack. And we're going to strengthen in the window anyway. So everybody needs to just chill the fuck out. Okay, that was a classic Dave Watson assessment. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm minded to agree. Paul? Yeah, I kind of agree as well. I think not having Shelby coincide. We're always bad at Christmas anyway. That's another one of the things you can rely on with Newcastle. But not having Shelby has shown that we've we've not got anybody in reserve that can really do the same job. It's unfortunate that that's happened. Mm. But at the same time, I don't think it's a disaster. I got to see oh. the um, the Blackburn game. I presume that's the one that we all got to see because it was on Sky. Um, yeah. I didn't see the Boxing Day game because I was playing golf, Dave, in Florida. Lifestyles of the rich and famous, eh? I beat my father-in-law, put down a marker. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never played golf beyond just pitch and pot. I've never played it. I, I, like All my mates around here are telling me to get into it because there's a load of good courses. But Do it, Dave. I don't know. It's, it's just wandering around, isn't it? Well, it is, essentially. So but is any sport, really. Isn't that, <laughs> that's all life is, really, Dave. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I saw, the, I saw the Blackburn game. Uh, in its entirety. In the first half, I would agree, it did feel that we were the dominant side, but in the second half, it felt like we didn't have... We had a lot of possession. We were in the third a lot. We had a lot of throw-ins in their third. (laughs) But, like, not a... We weren't that sort of frightening. We didn't take our chances particularly well, but we were all over them for the whole game. I think... If it hadn't have been for Colback's poor defending in that free kick, I don't yeah. think they'd have scored in open play if they'd carried on playing for another four hours. It was it was just baffling that it went that way, but that does happen sometimes. I don't think, like Dave says, you don't want to throw the baby out of the bathwater and think, okay, we need to start again, because we were just, we were a little unlucky and we didn't have much kind of craft. We didn't really have a plan B of how to get through their defence, but they defended with 10 players half the time so it's not that surprising we couldn't get through and then mm. uh, I'll, I'll I'll move straight on to uh, Saturday's game in the cup against Birmingham mm-hmm. uh, Daryl Murphy got his first goal for the club which was nice to see um, it ended 1-1 so we're still in the hat mm. for the yeah. fourth round but not uh We've got to do a replay, which is a bit annoying. Um, word on the street is Rafa tried out some kind of new formation. I bet you know something about that, Dave, don't you? <laughs> well, I've, 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 I've like you there. guys. <laughs> well, like you guys, I had to listen to it, um, uh, and it wasn't, you know, I didn't get a lot of information from it. To be honest, most of the information came from Twitter and then post, you know, post game reports and reviews and stuff it sounds like he, he tried to play uh with wing backs and he sounded like we started the game with two up front but um as soon as Mitrovic was injured in the uh in the in the goal uh itself like in, in the in Murphy's goal um 
as soon as that happened, I think the um, the plan just got ripped up and we resorted, like reverted to type, and we went um, we played a very similar game to to those that we played before. But I mean, playing two up front against Birmingham uh, in the cop away. It shows that there are more strings to Rafa's bow because he's been getting criticised for uh, sticking to the same, you know, just always playing that four four one one or or whatever. You know, he, he did gamble, not gamble, but he did, you know, experiment with a different formation, experiment with some different players, and uh, there's there's talk that because we've got that replay, it gives another opportunity for Murphy, another opportunity for Lazar um, to play in that in you know, in the replay. So. so here's what I don't understand. Perhaps you'll be able to fill me in. It was a 3-5-2 um, mm-hmm. and Lazar played, but so did Haidara. So it's nice to see Haidara back. He played about 60 minutes, I think, and yeah. did all right by all accounts. Um, so who was the left wing back and what did the other one do? Wasn't it Lazar as the wing back and Haidara was in the three at the back? Right. Yes. I believe. Right. So I didn't know a Haidara had that string to his bow. Me neither, but like you say, from people who are at the game, it sounds like he had he was one of our better players. Well mm. we've gone from relying on Dummett to suddenly having three options at left back. Teote yeah. got a start. Um his Cop ties him though. Oh god. <laughs> his last uh his last sort of audition for the Chinese Super League, really, I think. Yeah, although he was linked with, I can't remember the name, but there's a Spanish club. Sporting Gijon. 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 Sporting, uh, sporting Chicken Gujon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, that's who he was linked with. Yeah, but... his stock has just fallen massively. Yeah. You'd, like, you'd think he could easily get into Turkey or China, but now it's Gijon. <laughs> He's the new Lee Sharp. Yes, they do look very alike. Yeah. Um, what else uh, did I want to say about that game? I mean, one I'd, thing about the on, rotation in that game because our previous managers have rightly come under a lot of criticism for making too many changes for the cup. It's sort of devil's advocate because I don't really agree with myself here, but I think Benitez has escaped a lot of criticism for doing not that dissimilarly to what Pardew before him has done and other managers of just switching everything for the cup and maybe not prioritising it. That's a f- Is that very fair? fair point, I think, Paul. What To counter your, your devil's advocacy, what I would say is that um, in previous under previous managers, we didn't really have depth. So when they were yeah. making a raft of changes, they were starting like Curtis Good and... Uh, you know, no, like kids, kids from the the youth team, who probably aren't going to make it to the you know to to the level we were at at the time. Whereas now we can drop um, Dwight Gale and and have Alexander Mitrovic. We can drop Domit and start Lazar or Haidara or both in this case. We can you know we can shuffle the pack and we're in a much stronger position. Um, if if Benitez had started um, like. Sean Longstaff in the centre of midfield and Tom Herdman up front. At that point, you can say, oh, it's just like Pardew did, or it's just like um, McLaren or whomever. But because we've got that strength and depth, you can't really say that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, with Longstaff and Herdman, 
I think our youth policy of only signing players who've got the nicknames of shepherds is paying off quite well. (laughs) (laughs) Mitrovic's uh, injury, that went on for ages on... It was there were so many reports in it, and then it turned out it was only ten days. Well, but he, was, not, he had oxygen as he came off. I've not seen it because there were so many things saying like, "Watch this horrible injury, not safe for work." I just thought I can't. Did either of you like see what happened? It was. I it's, know that it was a big gash in the end. So just underneath or just above the knee, um, there's a really deep gash, and then there's another couple of um, like uh, cuts into his leg. Uh, on the other side of the knee. So obviously there's concerns about, um, is it the anterior? Is that the, the front? Anyway, the ligaments like just underneath the kneecap that join the, that leg to the rest of the, that, you know, the, the, the leg to the rest of the leg. Um, there was concerns about that, but uh, if they're saying it's 10 days, then it's obviously just yeah, a big I think nasty cut. I think it's fine. There was a lot of talk before the game uh, about whether he might be leaving in the, uh, January transfer window. Who was it? Who there was someone from the Premier League thinking of Palace. Palace. I think a couple of teams were after him, and he was dropped yeah. for I can't remember which game now, where Murphy was on the bench ahead of him, so he wasn't even in the squad. That was the Blackburn game. Yeah, and I still, I think if a good offer comes in, I think Benitez would sell him. I think the reports linking us with Callum Wilson sort of show the type of striker we're after, and it's not Mitrovic. Mm. But I think because I, this injury might so, mean he ends up staying, but I, I still think Benitez would happily sell him. Well, if it's only 10 days and it's it's basically a flesh wound yeah. rather than... Yeah, it wouldn't put off suitors. True. We'll see, but it would be a bit of a shame because he is, even if I think a lot of people might accept him going, he is quite a fan favourite. Yeah. And he is, like, I, I have to say that he he is a good footballer and it's not that he can't score goals at this level because he's proven that he can it's it seems to be that Benitez um doesn't like to give him more than about 10 minutes a game so he can't really get the experience he needs to know how to play in this league so that Rafa can trust him in this league like I think this game against Birmingham was a perfect opportunity for him and it's a crying shame that he's you know because I honestly believe if we if we'd um, had Mitrovic on for the full 90 or nearest Amit, then, then we definitely would have beaten Birmingham because we, in those first five minutes, we looked so comfortable and so like up for it. He would have scored. It's just, yeah. I, I can't see him going this year. Maybe at the end of the summer, if somebody comes in with a big bid, um, wants to take a punt on him, and, we, and Raf has got somebody else in line to compete with Dwight Gale, but I don't, I don't think he's going this January, no. It's a shame. You, you would have mm. thought maybe if he had been on the bench uh, at Blackburn as well, he might have been able to make a difference. And uh, just while I remember, I was quite annoyed by how long it took to make the substitutions yeah. against Blackburn. It felt like... Yeah, I agree. Isn't yeah. Working. Um, so we're going to have a quick break now. I don't know what's in store, but we'll see you on the other side of that break. When it comes to a software vendor audit, you need to park the bus. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. 
welcome back to the. Hey. hey, what did you do with your break, Paul? <sighs> just admin. Admin. Caught up. Yeah. So uh, I didn't even get to listen to the Birmingham game because I went amazingly. I went to watch Millwall. Mm. I've already told Paul this. I went to watch Millwall, Dave. Mm-hmm. I went to watch Millwall versus Bournemouth. Cause Bournemouth. I re- yeah, because I realised I'm only a 40 minute walk from the ground and you know sometimes you just gotta get out of the house and picked a good good team to go and watch it was oh, well, a good fixture to watch it was a brilliant game and uh i fit in very well with the Millwall <laughs> fans <laughs> come on lads <laughs> let's get behind those lions um D- did you affect a, a south london twang come you on put on a voice Come on, you monkeys! Did you do free weights all through the all through the game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. <laughs> come on, get the old ball in the goal. Come. You sound slightly Indian. Yeah. <laughs> it's worrying. I'll tell you who got the final goal for Millwall. Former Magpie Shane Ferguson. Oh, and it was a good goal. It's nice to uh, see. Little Shane, joking ears, favourite. If you remember, <laughs> oh, what was it? He went to, I think, I don't know if it's actually Drew or Apothecary, but he went to see Millwall play as a sort of scouting mission when he was director of football for us and said that Ferguson looks quite good. We should look oh, into yeah. signing him. <laughs> he's our true. own player on loan at the time. That is true. Yeah. But he's oh, permanently there I'll... now, isn't he? I think. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's gone. He's, he's left. Um, one thing I wanted to say about the Birmingham replay is that it's Wednesday the 18th and it's only a tenner for adults and it's three quid for, for young, um, you know, for juniors or whatever. So I know that we've got a lot of listeners from abroad, but if you are in that area, it's only a tenner. It's only Don't a tenner, even if you are abroad, worth buying a flight and yeah. getting over. Yeah. It's it's cheaper than getting a train up there. Yeah. It probably is. <laughs> From most from most European cities, it's probably cheaper to fly to Newcastle than get a train from London. Yeah. So um, we're in the Jan- January transfer window. Mm-hmm. Um, no deals inwards as yet. Um, there's been some uh, some outgoings in terms of loans. Uh, yeah. Cathcart has got no, not Cathcart. Oh yeah, that's it. Cathcart at Hearts has just signed Aaron oh, Cathro. Hughes. Cathro, sorry. Cathro. Sorry, he's just signed Aaron Hughes, former Mag. Yeah. Still playing. Aaron 38 Hughes, thirty-eight years old. I think he's he'll still be able to do a job up there. Yeah, he will. What, what, although I don't know because he's uh, his last professional stint was in the Indian Super League, <laughs> playing for Kerala, um, <laughs> but. Is still probably be able to do a job in Scotland. Yeah, and just doing um, some warm weather training before you, you know, before your away day at Kilmarnock. Yeah, and uh, former Mag Lee Clark. I used to love Lee Clark. Yeah, he's now the Kilmarnock boss, and he has signed Sean Langstaff, Freddie Woodman, and Callum Roberts on yeah. loan. I remember he, getting a little bit excited about Callum Roberts for like two days. So it'd be nice. It'd be <laughs> yeah. nice to see if he can do anything. As a Likewise, Freddie Woodman like, is one who's been hyped up a lot and is an England youth international. So it'd be interesting to see how he does. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about incomings. Uh, 
there's there's been a variety of rumours. Which ones have caught your interest in particular, Dave? The ones that well, there's a group of them. Like there's five that I've written down where they all seem to be for central midfield position. So it's obviously something that. Rafa's identified. Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Tom Kearney from Fulham, James McCarthy from Everton, Ben Osborne from Forest, Tom Cleverley. And they're all, you know, they're all not, they're not really the same kind of player, but they all operate in that central midfield. But Ruben Loftus-Cheek from Chelsea, uh, Antonio Conte said that there's just no way he wants him out on loan or anything. He wants him, obviously, in and around the first-team squad. Uh, Tom Kearney of Fulham, apparently, before the window opened, uh, they slapped a £20 million uh, price on him. And I can't see us spending £20 million quid on Tom Kearney no. from from Fulham. Um, James McCarthy, uh, Everton want a permanent deal. Um, and again, we're not going to Have I got this right? That. Was James McCarthy the one who uh, messed up Hadara? No, Callum McManaman. Right, I'm getting mixed up. Anyway, go on. Um, ben Osborne from Forest. Um, he's 22 years old. He's played, you know, much of their first team. He's, he's played quite a bit for their first team. He's a decent young player. Um, they've got bad owners, so they could sell their best assets because that's what bad owners do. Um, so that's a possibility. Um, Was, wasn't like there quite com- a... Wasn't there quite a yeah, lot of talk about us signing uh, that Forest arsehole? Oh, on that the Forest arsehole, Robin Hood. <laughs> no, that. <laughs> that what's his name? Lansbury. Lansbury. He's oh. going to. Oh, who's signed him or signing him? There's a Championship club, I think, who are okay. signing him. They're not Villa. I think yeah, it's Villa. Well, so not, we'll, he'll get us. to play with us again. The one that us. seems to be most likely on loan. Uh, is Tom Cleverley. Yes. The other one who's not on Dave's list as well, who we've been linked with, who I'd quite like to see, is Fabian Delph from Man, Man City. City on loan. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. I'd love he, that. Yeah, I mean, that would Jesus. But then, he, if if West Brom or someone like that come in for Fabian Delph and can afford to give him a permanent deal or just want to play him in the Premier League and can guarantee him first choice, he's not going to choose... Even though we're top of the the championship, you know we're, we're up there. He's not going to choose us over over a Premier League club. I think that would be quite a coup. And also, realistically, when you look at it now, we're in January, and mm. we're not running away with the championship. Um, we are looking pretty safe in second spot. But would you, as a someone who definitely, definitely wants to be playing in the Premier League next season, want to sign a permanent deal with a club that might not get there. Yeah. No, that, that's why you. That's that's why you look at the, the the bracket of players that we we should be looking at is teams that are at the top end of the the Championship or te- like they're playing for. You know they're they're clearly the best player in their their team, like the likes of Will Hughes, Ben Osborne, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, down down in the championship. Or you look. I feel like we've been linked with, from... with Will Hughes since about nineteen ninety four. I think because yes. he's good on Football Manager for like the last yeah. three years, that so everybody wants him. But he does he does look decent. I think that we do sort of look like we need a central midfielder, but only when Shelby's not playing. If he can 
if he can not be racist for the rest of the season, then it might not be a problem we need to solve. <laughs> well, if... Yeah. Maybe but he then, just needs an awareness course. But then if if we feel like we need a replacement racist, doesn't Will Hughes have Will a Hughes of, has got, I think his family or something, or some sort of... I think I it might have been just that he followed... I think it was just might have just been that he followed someone from the EDL on Twitter. Uh, and I thought, oh, well, that's... A, I mean, probably he's a footballer. He's not probably just trying to expand his political horizons. He probably <laughs> yeah. does. It probably is an endorsement. But, you know, Boom. I follow Donald Trump on Twitter. That is not an endorsement. <laughs> yeah. You know, I follow... But you do broadly agree with everything he says. Broadly? Yeah, lock her up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I follow uh, Michael Owen on Twitter. <laughs> but you like films. It's not an endorsement. Yeah. Is it Michael Owen who's only seen one film? No, or he's Michael Owen. He's, he's seen something like he's seen eight films and seven of them were Rocky films. <laughs> like, like, seriously. And the other one was like Titanic. Um, he must like, have he a really. Films are overrated. He must have a weirdly skewed view of what films are. They're all yeah. boxing. Like one eighth of films are about ships, and the other one was Titanic. <laughs> so he's just like, so, so he's like, I tried films that weren't Rocky. <laughs> I just, I just oh. don't like them. <laughs> um. So there was something I wanted to say about transfer deals I can't remember Tom Ince oh. we've been linked with yes Paul Tom Ince from Derby McLaren's it's sort, I feel like we do need another winger probably we do look suddenly like Goufran as good as he was at the start of the season seems to be have slowed down a fair bit. Likewise, Matt Ritchie. I think they're both good players, mm. but it's just, especially with Atsu away at the African Nations, a bit more depth in that position. We definitely seem to be in the market for a winger. Tom yeah. Ince is someone who seemed to be the next big thing. and now Yeah, didn't he isn't. turn down into Milan on Paul Ince's advice or some huge club right. and sign for Blackpool? I may have imagined that, but I think right. it was something like that. That sounds like a... Bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is true, apparently. I'm getting nods. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a bad choice. Uh, someone else we've been linked with, I see, is Joe Hart. But um, We've got about 50 keepers already, haven't we? Yeah. yeah I saw we... Matt Sells was linked with a move away, which I know give a player a chance and everything, but he does seem to maybe not be a professional goalkeeper. <laughs> I think the, the biggest problem for him is that he doesn't have confidence mm. at all. And because he's lacking the confidence, every time he does get a, a, a rare start, there's nerves in the crowd, which he'll obviously pick up on. And I don't think he's got the confidence of the, the players that are in front of him. So for the, for the good of his career, either we've got to send him out on loan so he can regain the confidence or we've got to get rid of him because... I don't think I don't think there's any coming back for him to be honest. No. And I, I, you know, I don't like to write off a player, but I like the guy. You know, he, he seems like a nice bloke, and he seems like he's, you know, calls his mum once a week. But I just I don't think he's <laughs> going to work out at Newcastle. Well, I hope uh, I hope he gets a chance somewhere. So yeah, going on loan might be a good idea. But then who would be our backup? 
Freddie Woodman, but he's just Woodman. Got on well, well, well Elliot will be back soon. Loan. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course, Rob Elliot. So yeah, Joe Hart probably won't happen. I mean, Joe Hart would be quite a good signing for a Championship club, but I think he's so overrated. Yeah, I could see if we if we did get promoted, I could see it being a bit of a, a coup there and a sort of a good building block for a spine of a team. But Joe Hart is as overrated as Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, oh Jesus! <laughs> so uh, the next game is the game that we've been talking about for about six months about going. Oh, to. Brentford away, yeah, which has changed, yeah. isn't it? But when, when so that's going, the, are we? Have you got the, any no. word on the tickets, Dave, for Brentford away? Well, because the the tickets I was going to get were because the game was on Monday. Here we go. And, Here we go. Here and, we go. And, <laughs> And because like, the lads I was going to get the tickets from... The longest in no one on Monday. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but no, the lads, no I can't got, get the tickets now. Right, yeah. Okay. Because they were going to... They couldn't go on a Monday because whatever. And But they can now go on a Saturday. It's not a problem for them. Classic so. Dave Watson. Always lets you down. <laughs> Always lets you down. Renowned for it. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, um, you're a very reliable man, Dave. Thanks. Uh, uh, so no, no, I'm not going to get to go and see them, which I'm I'm really upset about because um, we've talked about it before. It's got four pubs on every corner. It's a nice well, it's got tiny one little pub ground. Every, it's got one. Let's just get <laughs> clarify this. It's got it's one. It's got four pub. pubs, one on every corner. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I prefer the idea that there's four on every corner. <laughs> Sixteen <laughs> pubs. Yeah. And, and then like, have a pint in each one, <laughs> and then there's a pub in the centre circle. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically a pub theme park. It's basically it's got a it's got a roof made of pubs. It's, <laughs> most most of the most of the season ticket holders are pubs. All the players are pints. <laughs> no, they're all pubs. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm finding that so funny. Yeah, the ma- the ma- <laughs> The manager was a Weatherspoons, but now they've just got a gastro in. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm being told to wrap up now, and that seems like a good place yeah. to start because I'm, I'm too tempted to go along with this night yeah. analogy for another 15 minutes. Um, so, <laughs> predictions for the Brentford game. Paul. Pubs. Come on, Paul. No. <laughs> I think we will... Win scrappily one nil. Yeah, that sounds credible. Dave. Yeah, they're about the fourteenth in the league. They're mid table for pretty much everything. Goals for, goals against, etc., etc. I reckon we'll draw. I know we don't do it, but I think we'll draw one one. You say we don't think do we're it, just not. But we did it in the last game one one. Well, yeah, but we don't like. If you look, we've only had two draws this season, and one of them's in the cup. Okay. Yeah. Look at you with the facts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I reckon one one. I uh, wish you had Scott tickets Hogan. as readily to hand as you did facts, Dave. <laughs> um, their their main man, Scott Hogan. The if if he goes, I'll change my my opinion, and I reckon we'll win two one. But he he's on the on the um on the radar for clubs like West Ham, Watford, they're looking at 12.5 million for Scott Hogan. So Sounds Australian. 
Is he Australian? <laughs> Scorey Hogan? I don't actually know. <laughs> I love the depth of punditry and analysis we get on the pod. <laughs> Sounds Australian. <laughs> um, Scotty okay. Hogan. So, uh, okay. Well, I think that the, the first team will be back, barring uh, those out of injury. Barring Shelby. And basically just barring Shelby. The first team will be back. And uh, we do tend to respond to slumps or like bad results. So I'm going to say 2-1 to the mags. Well, bear in mind, the army is going to be away at the African Cup of Nations from the 14th. So he might not be around and Mbemba's not going to be there and Atu's not going to be there. Well, the 14th is the date of the game, so that suggests... So, yeah. Diame looks like he will be a miss, which I couldn't imagine saying a couple yeah, of months ago. Yeah, he's suddenly brilliant, isn't he? But, yeah. And Atsu as well is always a good option to bring on, but maybe Perez needs a little run in the team. It could be good for him. He needs yeah. something. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope that the next month will be known as the resurgence of Iosi Perez. So I'm going to stick yes. with 2-1, and uh, we're going to wrap up there. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Dave Watson. Thanks, Fergus. And thank you, Paul Doolan. Thank you very much. My name is Fergus Craig. Bye. 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 This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.